It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings, or the midnight munchies, yeah, You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Super Spreader Super Bowl. Will the party of the year spike COVID-19 cases just like after Christmas? This is the absolute perfect storm for the virus to spread. Then, I'm really, really, really glad to be here. Gail King COVID scare. Blocked me and surprised me. Plus, new video. The woman trampled to death at the storming of the Capitol. And the famed Trump Hotel in D.C. From this to ghost town. Then, are you smarter than a fifth grader? The 10-year-old who just took advantage of the stock market frenzy. You must be really excited to now have all this money. Yes. And Cicely Tyson's final days. Welcome to the show, Miss Tyson. She died just two days after giving this interview. Plus, call him Mr. Oblivious. He was streaming live when this beast showed up. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Super Bowl weekend is just one week away, and along with all the excitement for the big game, are concerns that even with COVID guidelines in place, it could become a super spreader event, and not just at the stadium in Tampa. As Jim Murray reports, there are also worries about all those Super Bowl watch parties. Excitement over the Super Bowl is triggering fears that it will become the next super spreader event. Sports events are just inherently difficult because people are excited. They're screaming, they're yelling, they're drinking, they're eating. So this is the absolute perfect storm for the virus to spread. But what's really concerning health experts is the Super Bowl parties being held in households across the USA. Despite the pandemic, 25% of people recently polled said they would attend Super Bowl gatherings with people outside their households. It's reminding many of the spike in COVID cases following Christmas and New Year's Eve. Dr. Ann Ramoyne has this warning. We really have to avoid having gatherings, in particular, where people are going to be eating and drinking. We saw what happened during the holidays as a result of this. The Super Bowl is coming as we reach a critical time in the pandemic. We have variants that are that are more contagious. It means that any breach in the protocol, any little chink in our armor, is more risky than it was previously. It won't be like last year's game with thousands of fans partying during the halftime show. Extra precautions are being taken to limit the risk. Ordinarily, 66,000 people would be at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, but that number has been reduced to 22,000, of which 7,500 will be vaccinated healthcare workers. As each person arrives, they'll get a KN95 mask, bacterial wipes, 
hand wipes, and sanitizer. COVID-sniffing dogs, which provide another layer of protection, will not be deployed. Inside Edition was there last night as the specially trained dogs screened 1,500 fans lining up for the Miami Heat basketball game. But Dr. Ramoyne still has questions. What are the bathrooms going to be like? What's the ventilation system going to be like? How are they going to keep people apart coming in and leaving? Buccaneers, Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady Tom is now Brady revealing his parents will be at the big Super game Bowl in person 55. after his dad's life and death battle with COVID. His dad was hospitalized for 18 days. Uh, they're doing great. So I think that's the best, uh, best part about all of it is uh, they came through it. Another risk, the cheering crowds that will inevitably happen in the hometown of the victorious team. In this case, either Tampa or Kansas City. Gail King is sharing details about her own COVID scare. She tested positive, but then several follow-ups show that in fact she was COVID free. Amber Cagliano has more on that. I'm really, really, really glad to be here. Gail King is talking about the scary moment she tested positive for coronavirus. I was notified Tuesday night that I had gotten a positive COVID test, which sort of rocked me and surprised me. The CBS This Morning co-host was absent for two days until a battery of tests showed it was a false positive. So I got that one positive. I have since had six negatives. Um, and all kind of tests that you don't even want to know about. I've been tested everywhere. (laughs) And there's important news in the battle against the virus. Johnson & Johnson revealed its new vaccine is 72% effective. The company is applying for emergency use authorization next week. It's less effective than the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines, which are up to 95% effective, but it's just one shot and does not need to be kept at very low temperatures. That'll mean many more millions of doses available and we can distribute it much more widely. Lots of people will be happy with one and done. The new vaccine comes just as Dr. Fauci warns that the mutant strains of the virus, particularly the South Africa strain, just found in two patients in South Carolina, threaten to prolong the pandemic by as much as a full year. It is an incentive to do what we've been saying all along, to vaccinate as many people as we can as quickly as we possibly can. the moment an 82 year old woman is welcomed home after being declared dead of covid only to suddenly beat the virus barbara is not breathing she has no heartbeat they have given up on her whether they were standing around her or what i don't know but all of a sudden on its own her heart starts beating do you guys think this was a miracle i don't know what else to call it Barbara Lay is a former Miss Virginia in the 1959 Miss America pageant. She still has a long road of recovery ahead, but she has an ambitious goal with her husband, Tony. Tony and I had promised each other when we got married that we would live to be 101. Let's hope they can keep that promise. In an effort to get more vaccines administered, the White House announced that recently retired doctors and nurses are now authorized to give the vaccine shots. Now some new video from the insurrection in Washington. A police officer's body cam captured the moment that a woman was trampled by the mob. She later died. And we have to warn you, this new video is graphic. It's disturbing just-released footage of a woman being trampled to death during the invasion of the Capitol. A desperate friend pleads for the mob to back off. He's dead. I mean, 
screams again amid the chaos. The trampled woman was identified as 34-year-old Roseanne Boyland from Georgia. She was one of four Trump supporters who died in the riots. The fifth victim was a police officer killed after a fire extinguisher was thrown at his head. Boylan's brother-in-law, Justin Cave, is a former host of the HGTV show Groundbreakers. It's my own personal belief that the president's words incited a riot that killed four of his biggest fans. Meanwhile, the Washington Post obtained videos of the suspect wanted for planting two pipe bombs the night before the Capitol riots. The footage shows him walking with a backpack past a row of homes and in a back alley. The FBI is offering a $100,000 reward for his capture. This really speaks to how much difficulty the feds are having tracking this perpetrator. President Trump's hotel in D.C. now looks like a ghost town. Check out this video of the lobby. There's hardly a soul in sight. Quite a difference from the days when it was the centerpiece of social life for Trump fans. We appreciate you. Remember Omarosa's D.C. wedding? That was then... This is now. Capitol Police say they are stepping up security at Washington area transportation hubs to safeguard any lawmakers traveling to and from the nation's capital. People are still talking about the frenzy over GameStop with shares of that company's stock at one point shooting up 13,000%. Stephen Fabian now has the story of a fifth grader who managed to parlay a gift of 10 shares of GameStop into a pretty nice pile of cash. This little guy just made a killing in the GameStop stock market frenzy. He's just 10 years old, a fifth grader, which begs the question, Are you smarter than a fifth grader? The big Wall Street wizards certainly aren't. Not this week. My phone is going off like crazy, and I'm just like, Go get the kid <laughs> so he can tell me what he wants to do. Jaden Carr's mom, Nina, bought him 10 shares of GameStop as a holiday gift for 60 bucks. As the stock rocketed up this week, they sold it for $3,200, a 5,000% gain. What are your plans for the money, Jaden? What are you going to do next? I am going to save 2200 of it and the rest, 1000 I am going to invest in more companies. The Wall Street roller coaster is being fueled by a band of renegade stock pickers on the Reddit forum Wall Street Bets. The so-called Redditors are urging each other on. Don't sell. Hold no matter what. Hold to the moon. It's been a wild ride for us. One of the guys leading the charge calls himself Roaring Kitty. His real name, Keith Gill, a father of two from Boston. He's made a whopping $47 million. The Redditor's mission is to stick it to the Wall Street firms who are betting against struggling companies like GameStop, AMC, and Bed Bath & Beyond. The big firms are banking on the stock price going down, a trade known as short selling. But instead, the stock has gone up way up. And now those big firms have lost an estimated $70 billion. It's crazy GameStop stock market story. Everybody's talking about it. The late night comics have little sympathy for the big guys losing a fortune. Those poor hedge fund managers. Now might be a good time to invest in whoever manufactures the world's tiniest violins. They're like, we can't have a bunch of randos from Reddit manipulating the market. That's what we do. 
The chaos is throwing the stock market into turmoil with wild swings up and down. So what does this mean for your 401k account or your kid's college fund? I asked CNBC's Leslie Picker. Nobody's really seen anything like this before. I, the most prudent approach would be to just keep monitoring the news, monitoring the headlines, uh, making sure that you are appropriately diversified uh, and not to take too, too much risk right now because there is a lot of uncertainty going on. Now the DJ who was live streaming from his house when he had a surprise guest show up at the door, a bear that's apparently a good party animal. Hey, Mr. DJ, look behind you. Jody Fleming of Asheville, North Carolina was live streaming music to his social media followers. They could all see the big black bear at his door, but Jody is so into the music, he's totally oblivious. A whole minute goes by before he finally turns around. He then calmly shoos him away. I wasn't too freaked out by it. I just thought it was a really cool experience, and I was glad he was enjoying the music. Sorry, Bear. No dance party for you. Note to the DJ, you might want to keep your door closed. And tributes today continue to pour in for the legendary actress Cicely Tyson, who passed away at the age of 96. Ms. Tyson once said, I am not a quitter. I will fight until I drop. And she lived up to her words, granting a string of interviews right up until her final days. Les Trent has details. The legendary actress Cicely Tyson talked with Kelly and Ryan on Wednesday. The next day, she died at age 96. Welcome to the show, Miss Tyson. Cicely was on a media blitz all week long promoting her just-released autobiography, Just As I Am. And the interviews are leaving the nation with a moving tribute to her trailblazing life in her own words. As a child, I was very shy. CBS This Morning's Gail King interviewed Cicely last Friday in Harlem. She couldn't believe this turn of events. It was a week ago. Yes. It was a week ago that we were sitting with her in church. What does it feel like to be 96 and a legend, Miss Legend? I'm amazed every single day I live. Cicely's career spans seven decades. She appeared in Roots. It will give him a very good life. The classic film Sounder. Perhaps her most iconic role was the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. A major TV milestone in which she played a 110-year-old former slave. She won three Emmys, a Tony, an honorary Oscar. This is the culmination of all those years of have and have not. She was honored at the Kennedy Center and awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Today, loving tributes are pouring in. Viola Davis, I loved you so much. You were everything to me, she posted. Halle Berry, you were a true trailblazer. Cicely Tyson was born in this building, now being renovated in Harlem, the daughter of Caribbean immigrants. She kept her ties to this neighborhood her entire life. And when she sat down with Gail King last week, it was at the Abyssinian Baptist Church in Harlem where she was a member. When the time comes, what do you want us to remember about you? I've done my best. Oprah Winfrey paid tribute to Tyson saying, quote, her life so fully lived is a testimony to greatness. We'll be back after this. Next, the notorious sleepwalk killer. 
24 years later, does he still maintain he was sleeping when he killed his wife? We're talking about 44 times he stabbed her. Then, how you doing? Call me Wendy. A new movie about Wendy Williams' wild life. And look what just happened to actress Lori Loughlin's daughter. I split my lip a little. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. It was a murder case that shocked people, in part because it was so gruesome, and in part because the killer claimed he was asleep when he committed the crime. Now the man convicted of killing his wife is speaking out from behind bars. It was a murder that shocked the nation, the notorious sleepwalking killer. Scott followed her, stabbed his wife 44 times, then drowned her in the pool. His defense? He was sleepwalking. When Phoenix cops got there, they found Fallader at the top of the stairs in his pajamas. He made remarks to the extent of, what's going on? What are you doing in my house? Why are you here? The case made national headlines due to his novel defense. He was sleepwalking when he killed his wife and didn't remember a thing. Inside Edition was in the courtroom when the sentence was announced. It is ordered the defendant be sentenced to serve the remainder of his natural life in the Department of Corrections. Now, 22 years later, Fallader is speaking out for the first time to ABC's Amy Robach for a 2020 special airing Friday. Do you believe your wife has forgiven you? I think about uh, what she had to go through that night and uh, the, the pain and the terror she had to feel. I can't even fathom. Uh, so, you know but I believe that she would be willing to be more understanding and forgiving of me than, than I feel right now about myself, yes. I just said, what do you say or what do you think of the people who look at you, including those jurors who convicted you, and just say, are you kidding me? There's no way I'm gonna buy that. There's no way someone could sleepwalk their way to stabbing someone who they purport to love 44 times and then drown them. He maintains that regardless of how believable it is, it's the truth. His son Michael was just 12 years old at the time of the murder. In the 20 plus years since I've lost my mom, I think about her every day. I think about what she could be doing with my kids now, what life could have been like, and things that I've missed out on. This is a story about something that's unthinkable, and yet all of us go to sleep each night, all of us have vivid, maybe sometimes even violent dreams, maybe a lot of the people who are watching may sleepwalk, and it's just this thing to ask yourself, is it possible? You can see the full interview with the sleepwalking killer on tonight's episode of 2020 on ABC. And when we come back, Wendy Williams' life is now a movie. And what is it like to play the outspoken talk show host? TV host Wendy Williams has been open about her ups and downs, and now her life story has been made into a movie. We spoke with the actress who's playing Wendy. How you doing? No, that's not Wendy Williams. It's actress Sierra Payton, who's playing the outspoken talk show host in Lifetime's new biopic, Wendy Williams, the movie. I am going to tell it like it is. Sierra says she watched and listened to hours of Wendy's talk show to get everything just right. I just started from the inside out and then slowly started putting on the mannerisms, the, you know, the lip pop and the Jersey accent, and then came the clothes and the shoes and then the, 
the accoutrements. <laughs> Wendy Williams, the movie, premieres Saturday night on Lifetime. Crazy thing happened to me last night. And Lori Loughlin's daughter, Olivia Jade, is revealing the injuries she suffered after passing out from food poisoning. I split my lip a little, and then I have like a bump on my head right there. <laughs> and my nose hurts really bad too. The social media influencer who apologized last month for her role in the college admission scandal also chipped a tooth in the fall. When we come back, a teacher with some smooth moves. Finally today, check this out. It's a principal's happy dance. I'm so happy. He's dancing up a storm for his kindergarten class in San Francisco. He even gives shout outs. Go Sophia, go Charlotte, go Ezra, go Natalie, go Diego, break it down. No go shoes, go no problem. Peace. Bring it home, teach. Oh yeah, there we go. That's Inside Edition. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.